initialize sequence now. Queerly's bottomless brunch. Queerly's bottomless brunch. We're now in the approach phase. Everything looking good. Welcome, Rob and the GDC. Good morning, welcome to Queerly's Bottomless Brunch. I'm Rob, the GDC is here. Good morning, G. Morning, Rob. How are you doing? How did you get here this morning, boat? Oh, I may as well have. It's absolutely hideous. I'm dampened externally, but my spirits are not. Oh, that's good. Mm-hmm. We hope you're not too soggy at home. <laughs> uh, perhaps you can shake off the drips to this from ABBA. Yay, happy Sunday. Queerly's Bottomless Brunch with Rob and the GDC. I think that's the first ABBA we've played on the show. Well done, you, for picking uh, that. Yeah, great response, apart from our friend Laurie, who just sent uh, an angry face emoji in to the show this morning. Not a fan of ABBA. I wonder if he's considered motivational speaking. Um, <laughs> just with just with angry face yeah yeah that's rubbish you've done really badly there uh, morning laurie uh right g uh how's your week been i know there's some big news about to come mm. in very exciting uh, this week's been a bit of a blur but busy at work but mainly because we've been eagerly anticipating the arrival of my nephew Aww. who arrived um bless him his name's remy and he's absolutely adorable i met him yesterday um although made the slight faux pas of turning up at my sister's having been like prepping everything i've got an, uh, a welcome home pack for you what something for the baby i've spent eight hours slow cooking a bolognese and i tell him oh my god i'm so exhausted <laughs> yeah the first thing not to say on the list of things not to say deadpan response from my <laughs> sister going yeah i i just produced a baby i was in hospital for three days shut up well congratulations on becoming an uncle yet mm. again and congratulations to erica and welcome remy oh. um i hope he's listening to the show i hope he's listening to the show too <laughs> and also today is my niece's 18th birthday oh upstaged epic <laughs> well, hilariously yesterday we had to do a um, family pictures post on social media to make sure we cleared that for today. Right, right. you've got a social calendar going for the family. I love it. <laughs> yeah, we have to stagger these things. So it's been, yeah, very eventful week, but yeah, joyous all round. I'm in, I'm in great spirits and very thankful for family all being well and happy. Yeah, well, a good morning to all of them and mm. congratulations on all of those various bits of news and congratulations mm. to you on a slow-cooked bolognese because <laughs> they're always a winner. It was a triumph. I've got to, I'm just saying it was a triumph. Um, how are you? How was your week? Yeah, not not really got any big headline-grabbing stories. Uh, I didn't leave the house between last Saturday and Thursday this week, I realised. Started to get a little bit cranky. Mm-hmm. Was advised in a very kind way to leave the house by was Luke. Producer Luke. <laughs> uh, which I did, and was the right course of action. Uh, so I had a nice walk along the river, and I went to the bookshop for the first time since uh, lockdown. Nice. Uh, the little bookshop in town. And that I was really nice. Made a purchase? I did make a purchase, but partly because it's like a little bookshop, and you go in and you say hello to the, the nice ladies that work in there, and you kind of feel obliged to, to do that. I did manage to knock over a whole stack of books in the process <laughs> of selecting the one that I wanted, but it was great, and that it was the, it sorted me out. So um, yeah, it wasn't. I was actually just really busy, I think, and kind of committed to working and ignoring all of the stuff. And then uh, yeah, it got to Thursday, and I was like, yeah, probably should, probably should leave the flat. It's hard though when it you look outside and go, oh, mm. look at this torrential downpour. Mm. Do I want to leave? No, no. 
No. So I, I probably won't go out again till Thursday. <laughs> Thursday's my day out. Um, freedom. Queerly's Bottomless Brunch with Rob and the GDC. We've got some great tunes on this morning and we've got some great responses already. Val, uh, Aunt Val is up in Oh, yeah, morning Val. Yep, up she's and bopping. Up and bopping in the kitchen. And also morning to Nikki who said her son's rugby's been cancelled this morning. But she's thrilled because she's got some great tunes to dance to around the house. Uh, when I was a kid... Rugby was, like, never cancelled, ever. <laughs> You'd be out there drowning in mud. PE teacher would be going, get out there! <laughs> <laughs> never an option not to do it. No, true. Pre-health and safety issues, yeah, I yeah. imagine. I, I, for a while, I hated rugby. And then <laughs> once, <laughs> once I figured out it was, like, an excuse to cuddle boys in the mud, <laughs> I was like, oh! <laughs> Can't wait! <laughs> never mind the floods. <laughs> Let's get out there. Um, I I was forced to go to rugby um, for quite some time, and I used to feign illness to get out of it. Oh, yeah. Oh, got a cough. (laughs) Oh, not feeling so well today. Speaking of feigning illness. Oh, oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. Um, um, Apparently, Donald Trump has coronavirus. Yeah, Donald Trump has coronavirus, which Mm. uh, is obviously the big news story of the weekend. The facts of which it seems, are particularly murky. Incredibly questionable. Um, Yesterday, there was a statement from the doctor. There were avoided questions about whether he'd been put on oxygen or not. And also the time frame, time scale of which Donald Trump has had symptoms or officially had the virus seems to be a bit blurry. The doctor said 72 hours, but in terms of what we knew officially, it was only 48. Uh, Very odd situation. It's very, very odd. Uh, speaking of 72 hours, the the advisor who announced that had to backtrack because if it had been 72 hours, Donald Trump would have knowingly gone to three separate events and spread the coronavirus having symptoms. Yeah, I wouldn't put that past him though. No, um, but they've had to backtrack. So suddenly everything's become very questionable. He's already, so he's done a video message from hospital saying he's doing well and he thinks, I quote, I think I'll be back to normal soon that i thought was very telling when does when when is there ever any uncertainty in anything donald trump says Mm. i think like implies a little bit of doubt which is completely uncharacteristic i mean it's obviously everything with donald trump is sort of crazy sort of got a hint of madness about it and this is no different uh, i guess an inevitable part of the story that he would eventually pick it up um, but he's not a young man, so they're obviously going to keep a very close eye on him. I did wonder about those videos that keep coming out. What, what well, videos? The, like whether these little messages that look like they've been filmed quite rough and ready, and he's just sort of put his own iPhone on a tripod, or Melania's holding it from a distance. As in pre-recorded? Yeah, whether, whether well, I don't know. I mean, I'm just going down that conspiracy route, which isn't helpful to anyone when there's already such a lack of clarity, but... And there's a lot of conspiracies going round. Um, Michael Moore, wasn't it, who said, um, is this really happening? Questionable. I, I read something else that somebody said, um, they predicted on Twitter a week ago, cue Donald Trump getting coronavirus at some point in the next two weeks. So he has to down tools and be squirreled away so he can't continue his buffoonery. I just think no one knows. And like those conspiracy theories, as there have been so many being bounded about mm-hmm. over the last several months, because of the nature of what's happening, you're always going to be able to align a, a theory that someone had 
with what's actually happening and then connect the dots. Like it's, it doesn't take a huge leap to make things make sense, whether there's any truth or not. So I don't think we'll ever really know. Um, we'll just keep following the news. And, and you know, the, the, the thing watching the news that drives me mad is they're not even sure. Normally news is where you get the facts from and that's just just not happening no. in this case. Because anyway. they're asking the questions, they're not getting the answers. No. It's a, a bit wishy-washy. Anyway, let's not dwell. Let's not talk of that man again. Ever. Well, we might. Maybe. <laughs> Queerly's Bottomless Brunch with Rob and the GDC. Miley Cyrus, party in the USA on Queerly's Bottomless Brunch. Good to hear that this morning. Uh, I've got a fact for you about that song. Okay. Um, it was written by Jesse J. No. Yes. Yes. So hopefully the proceeds from that are keeping her in eyeliner and Greg's. <laughs> <laughs> Jesse J wrote that song. Yep. Don't what? Google it. Just. Oh, okay. I trust you. Yeah. I'm not questioning you. I'm just no. a bit surprised. Well, there you go. Thank full you. Of, full of surprises this morning. I know. We've got big news to big talk news. about. This happened this week. Mariah Carey's book, The Meaning of Mariah Carey, was released. I've got it right here. <gasps> yes, in my you hands. have. A lovely cover looking very like Mariah on it. Very Mariah. Um, I haven't read too much so far, only about 60 pages in, but I'm enjoying it. Um, you, you know, when you can read a book and hear the person's voice, mm-hmm. which is very good. Uh, the, I mean, it's quite sad, to be honest. The first part I've read about her childhood, uh, very difficult upbringing, surrounded by kind of violence, really, from uh, her father and her, her brother, by the sounds of things. Um, and uh, yeah. Quite quite a poor upbringing. Uh, her mum was a professional opera singer. Uh, was she? Went to Juilliard and performed quite well, but obviously wasn't earning huge amounts of money when they grew up. So she lived with her mum, but she obviously then was surrounded by music her whole childhood, which mm-hmm. was is no surprise. Opera singing mum would explain her thirty seven octave. Well, vocal that range. yeah seems to be how she learned <laughs> that little skill. Um, another thing I like about the book is the the music is woven through it so there's lots of like lyrics quoted that kind of match up to what you're reading from her, her own songs but also from other people um, something that surprised me was she cites Irene Cara as one of her biggest musical influences singer wow. of fame and flash dance what a feeling um, and Mariah's also released a new album this week which is called Rarities, which is like B-sides and kind of unreleased songs. And on that, she's actually covered uh, an Irene Cara song, which I didn't know. Um, it's one of the ones she cites as being a big influence. It's called Out Here On My Own. We're going to play it now. Yes. And then we will talk more Mariah in a bit. Queerly's Bottomless Brunch with Rob and the GDC. Always be my baby on the Mariah Carey show this morning. <laughs> yes, <laughs> just, it is. We're just discussing Mariah's new book and new album, Rarities. Uh, before that, we played Out Here on My Own, which is a cover of an Irene Cara song from Fame, nominated for Best Original Song at the 1981 Academy Awards. Wow. The Oscars to you and I. Mm-hmm. Um, it was beaten by the song Fame from the same musical by the same person. Wow. Um, so that's quite an achievement. And then we heard Always Be My Baby from the album Daydream, released 25 years ago yesterday. Oh my gosh, I'm old. Yeah. I love that album so much. I'm obsessed <laughs> with Mariah Carey. And actually, I know you're joking. Can we dedicate... A whole bottomless brother to Mariah Carey at some point. If she comes on the show, we'll do it. Oh, Mariah, if you're listening, a very good morning. (laughs) I hope you're enjoying your brunch. Look, Jesse J's just sent us a Greg, so we're on. (laughs) (laughs) Um, 
I love, I'm so excited to read this book. I've been reading some quotes from it, but also in the middle of recording that album Daydream that we just mentioned, she was recording an alternative rock grunge album at the same time. I've seen this talked about on Twitter, but I haven't investigated any further than that. I love this so much. Apparently she, because everything she was doing at the time was, she was so manicured and dolled up all the time. She had to present herself a certain way. She was, and her marriage wasn't going very well. She wanted to break free and be a bit loose and messy and crazy and angsty. I love that idea. Uh, So she was just, she would record a song for the Daydream album. At the end of the session, she would scribble some lyrics to something that was really Avril Lavigne. Uh, (laughs) um, I love that. (laughs) Your references for rock. (laughs) extend to Avril Lavigne well yeah well don't ask me to quote the alternative run Megadeth or something yeah Megadeth Um, my other favourite quote that I read this morning was her first husband was so controlling she couldn't go to Burger King Um, I'm not making light of the controlling husband I am making light of the fact I'm sorry Mariah's never eaten a Burger King in her life she can barely eat a Walker's crisp we saw that from the Christmas ad yeah she didn't really go in for a fistful of crisps did she no barely touched her lips someone stopped me going to Burger King that would be a non-negotiable totally out the door thanks very much that would be in your prenup yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I will go to Burger King. A fortnightly like. bucket of KFC and optional additional Burger King visits mm-hmm. as and when required. I must. Good. Well, well done, Mariah. Um, not that you need the promotion, but there you go. I can't <laughs> wait to read this book. And for a rainy day on a Sunday afternoon. I think I might turn to Mariah this afternoon. Queerly's Bottomless Brunch with Rob and the GDC. I've got some random news for oh, you. Oh, good. Is that sarcastic? No, it wasn't. It did sound sarcastic. It wasn't supposed to. I mean, the things you can do with a wheelie bin these days. (laughs) What? Put rubbish in it? (laughs) Yeah, I'm I'm out. Wash it. Wash your bin. Hose your bins down. Well, Andy Jennings from East Yorkshire has done better than that. Better than this. Better than this. See what I did there? I see what you did. Um, Andy Jennings is a design engineer, 28 years old. Um, He decided to um, pimp up his wheelie bin. (laughs) Pimp in his wheelie bin. <laughs> no, not pimp. He pimped his wheelie bin with a small motorbike engine, a gearbox, ignition, a bike seat, and the steering wheel from a mobility scooter in order to uh, beat the wheelie bin land speed record. Right. Okay. First question. Yeah. There was already a wheelie bin record to break. Apparently, 30 miles an hour. Wow. Okay. Um, is Andy currently unemployed? and single given that's a given um don't know but um well done andy he set the record at 45.35 miles per hour in his wheelie bin (sighs) this is just another one of those things these stories where do you remember the darts players that play darts for like three days yeah found out that they hadn't had their record record just what's the point what's the point What's he going to do with this wheelie bin? Well, particularly in the rain, as it's going to fill up with water, he might drown. Um, I I don't don't get it. Honestly, Rob, uh, let's not look for the logic. Let's look for the GDC, your random, you've provided. That was random and it was news. So you've you've fulfilled the brief. Anyway, well done, Andy Jennings. Um, Also, it seems a bit dangerous to me to go 40 miles an hour in a wheelie bin. (laughs) They're not particularly aerodynamic. They're quite top heavy, aren't they? I tell you what, after the show, let's, let's tie a wheelie bin to my car <laughs> and, and, yeah. and let's bomb it just down Just to the save road. time. Just tow it along the road. Okay, good. Thank you for that, G. 
more, oh, you're welcome. More Always. random news next week to look forward to. Queerly's Bottomless Brunch with Rob and the GDC. Let's talk about some telly. Yeah, let's move on now to what to watch. Yeah. So, um, in my bid to try and watch something that was perhaps a bit more light-hearted, because I seem to gravitate towards stuff that's psychological, thriller-esque, and drama-related, yeah. I decided to watch episode one of Us, which we talked about last week. Um, which is like rom-com in reverse. Right, yeah, the rom-com in reverse. That's it, Tom Hollander and Saskia Reeves. Um, yeah, I, I don't want to watch stuff that's frothy. I'm going back to dark. <laughs> Not for you? <laughs> no, I think it'll appeal to... I think it'll appeal to you if you want something that's a bit light-hearted and family-based. I, mean, I found it a bit saccharine, sickly sweet, and I didn't really care. Mm, this came up on the family WhatsApp in the week. Oh, did it? Uh, my mum likes it, my dad doesn't. Interesting. Uh, you know that because he falls asleep. <laughs> <laughs> is that the barometer for yeah. whether he's enjoying yeah. something? That should really be how all television is reviewed. <laughs> yeah. Did Dad stay awake? Text Dad. Dad, did you fall asleep <laughs> during that? Great. I won't bother. Um, well, tune into it. If you want something a bit light and frothy, and it looks pretty, they're filming in Paris. It's nice. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, as discussed, also Ratchet on Netflix. You've started it. I you? have started it. I've watched three episodes. Um we know my love for Ryan Murphy's creations and yeah. also Sarah Paulson. Um, I kind of feel I've seen it all before. Really? Yeah. I love American Horror Story. I loved Hollywood. I feel it's a kind of combination of both. I think the costumes are unbelievable, beautiful. Um, I think Sarah Paulson's great. It's just a bit slow. I'm. I'm it's set in... Um, a hospital with people that have got various ailments that they're trying to fix by lobotomies, etc. Yeah, and I, it's all a bit gruesome. It, everyone's playing a bit wacky characters. Are they? Aren't they psychologically damaged? I, it was just slow. I, I like that about it. I've got a bit further than you, so I think stick with it would be my message. It is. It is slow to begin with, but I think that contributes to some of the tension, which is crucial to to the story and that idea you say of you're not quite sure who's a goodie and who's a baddie. Yeah. Um, I love it. Have you got to Sharon Stone appearing yet? No, I haven't. Okay, well, de- definitely stick with it. And then a bit further in, uh, Sophie Okonedo mm-hmm. uh, is in it as a character with kind of uh, multiple personality disorder. And it is one of the greatest television performances I have seen, certainly this year, but in quite some time. Okay. She is phenomenal. And I I can't remember because I don't keep a note of it. But uh, I think I've watched six episodes and it gets to a very, very gripping cliffhanger. Okay. So that would be my advice. Stick with it. It is a bit slow to begin with, but it gets there. Um, I haven't watched American Horror Story, so I can see maybe that there is some repetition of kind of styles and themes there. But Yeah, I've seen five series of that. And I think because it also covers... Um, one of the series is like Mental Asylum and they do a lot of really graphic, gruesome, torturing okay, kind of stuff. Okay. I've, I feel like I've seen it, but... You think they maybe... saved some of the props? <laughs> yeah, reused. <laughs> we'll um, keep that. We'll do something with one flew over the cuckoo's nest. <laughs> uh, I'm going to stick with it. <laughs> okay, stick with that. Another Ryan Murphy thing because, you know, he churns something out pretty much every week. The Boys in the Band is out now on Netflix, but I didn't get round to it. So we will save that and talk about it next week on the show. But yeah, I'm just in case that. you're looking for a film for this afternoon, that is there. Um, I'm going to tell you about something I watched last night. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is heavy going, serious stuff again. It's called American Murder. The Family Next Door is on Netflix as well. Uh, This is a true crime thing. You may have seen on there. Number one in the UK, and it came out on Friday. 
Um, so a lot of people obviously watching this. Now, this is about the disappearance of an American woman called Shannon Watts and her two children. Okay. Um, just go missing literally overnight. Um, and the whole thing is presented using kind of first-hand footage. So it's made up of police body cams, uh, news footage, and loads of social media stuff. So she was exceptionally active on Facebook, constantly posting updates about her life and her kids. So they've got all of this footage. Um, you know, these these things are difficult to deal with because it's a horrible, you know, tragic, dark story. Uh, from a filmmaking perspective, it is kind of fascinating how you can produce an hour and a half documentary, literally from video that is just out there. You know, realistically, you or I could cut together this film with a bit of help, probably. But you know what I mean? We could go and find those news clips on YouTube. The police might be a bit reluctant to hand over all their footage, but otherwise it's on Facebook. And this whole story, if you look at what you're trying to find, is all there in front of you on Facebook and in the news. Um, I don't want to spoil it. It is called American Murder. Um, her husband, Chris Watts, becomes the focus of the investigation quite quickly. Um, and you kind of see how that unravels. Uh, you know, terribly tragic story, very upsetting. It's not an easy watch. So if you're looking for a, a light film this afternoon, don't go for that. But it is worth, definitely worth watching if you're into your true crime stuff. I am. Um, so that's one for you. Uh, if you do want some light relief, a couple of other things to mention. Onward is on Disney Plus now to stream if you've got Disney Plus. That's a Disney Pixar film. It's about some elves and they get a spell to bring their dad back to life, but only half of him reappears. So they need to go on a quest to try and find a special stone to bring the rest of him back. Uh, really fun, really fun. You know, Pixar films are always pretty fun. This is a good one. I really enjoyed that the other day. Nice. Um, Tom Holland, uh, Spider-Man, not Tom Hollander, very different. Mm. Don't look at him on Instagram, do you? Um, and Chris Pratt uh, are the voices of the elves. So oh. that's a good one on Disney+. And the other show that I want to mention quickly because my screensavers come on the computer we've been going on for so long uh is ghosts on bbc one mm. and bbc iplayer series two of that is out if you've not watched ghosts um it's from the makers of horrible histories and yonderland and it is a comedy set in this mansion that's been inherited by a young woman and her husband um and she gets a bump on the head at the beginning of the first series and then can suddenly see all the ghosts in this house it's silly humour, but it's done very, very well. And there are a lot of kind of laugh out loud moments in that for me. I mean, it's one of those ones where each episode basically follows a similar pattern of facing adversity, overcoming it. Ghosts are a bit annoying, but turn out to be helpful. So if you're looking for something to have a laugh at that's not disturbing this afternoon, uh, why not try Ghosts on our player? Very good. Well, I enjoyed that. Queerly's Bottomless Brunch with Rob and the GDC. Right, now time for the uh, world-famous... Feature on the show, it is time for Spin It or Bin It. Yay! Cue Love it. theme tune and things we don't have. Okay. <laughs> we've got to get that. We... Where's producer Luke? We've get in the away. recording we've run away with this one. Okay, three songs for you. Uh, mm-hmm. Two of them you're going to bin. One you will spin and it will also earn itself a place on the Queerly playlist. It's all to play for this week. Uh, first of all, one of your favourite artists, actually. Okay. Coming up new from Becky Hill. <gasps> Uh, this is space. And I got problems with my father. It's hard to love another without being afraid. Well, maybe we need space. Space. Well, maybe we need space. Space. 
Becky Hill with Space, the first choice this week on Spin It or Bin It. Gee, what did you think of that? I love Becky Hill's voice. I really do. We've talked about it before and said, when is she going to release some solo stuff? Um, I love her voice. I, I like that song a lot. Can we just say as well to the listeners, I genuinely have no idea what the songs are that you've picked. I don't, we don't discuss it. So no, this is, it's the biggest secret between us. Yeah, it's off the cuff. <laughs> have you got an inkling this week of what I'm going to go for? Yep. You're so cagey. Come on, tell me what you think of that song. I know that you like Becky Hill's voice, but did you like that song? Yeah, it's mellow. I like it. Mm. It doesn't blow me away. You're not that excited by that. No, not hugely, but sometimes it's hard when you like an artist and you want to just invest. It's nice. It's pleasant. If I'd said that was Ava Max, you'd have cut it down to size. (laughs) Um, Next choice. Uh, You may remember her from X Factor, Cher Lloyd. Oh! Uh, she's back. She's releasing music. She's never really stopped. She did very well in America off the back of X Factor and then kind of went away and came back and kind of not much has happened since. No. Um, I've liked a few of the songs she's done. This is a new one. It's called uh, One Drink Away. Swagger Jagger. Uh, that's Cher Lloyd on Spin It or Bin It with her new one, One Drink Away, your verdict, the GDC. One drink away from what? Yeah, I don't know. Collapsing or going home with someone. Vomiting. Neither are particularly good messages. Doing another shot. Yeah. Um, love the beat of that. It's dirty. Mm. Um, I quite, I like Cher Lloyd. I liked her, the songs that I know about. I mean, I don't know about half of them, but I liked a couple that she did early on. Yeah, I like that. Okay. I like the vibe. I just wonder about a song which is designed for the club now. It's just, is the timing off with that? Mm. Anyway. No Birch. one's going to get down and dirty to that song anywhere. Unless well, only the on their own at home or in a group of maximum of six. Yeah. Um, right. I wish. <laughs> uh, Dua Lipa now. <gasps> yeah. So this is another remix from her. It's not from the remix album. This is all getting a bit too complicated for me. Um, this is a new version of Levitating, okay. the song that she did do a remix of with Madonna and Missy Elliott. Okay. Well, this is now kind of more like the original, but it has uh, an artist called Da Baby on it. I got you. One of the greatest, ain't no debating on it. I'm still levitated, I'm heavily medicated. Ironic, I gave him love and they end up hating on me. She told me she loved me and she been waiting. Fighting hard for your love and I'm running thin on my patience. Dua Lipa, a new remix of Levitating featuring the Baby, the third choice on Spin It or Bin It. G. Love Dua Lipa. Love that song. I don't need to hear 43 remixes of the same song. No. Where no. can you go after you put Madonna and Missy Elliott on your track? Well, I mean, even that was a bit of a misfire, in my opinion. That grew on me, you know. I've they been needed to put since. them on the original song. What is she bored? Why does she keep doing remixes of the stuff that's already out? I'm not sure she's doing any additional work, to be honest. I think they're just rejigging things in the studio. I like the vibe of the song. Um, I'm not interested in another remix, necessarily. Okay. I quite right. like Dua Lipa. Decision time. 
From the three you've heard, Space by Becky Hill, One Drink Away by Cher Lloyd, and Levitating by Dua Lipa and DaBaby. Um, which one of those are you going to bin first? Dua Lipa. Dua Lipa in the bin. Yeah, sorry. I Big fan. Big, big fan. I listen to her stuff all the time. Love the song. I don't want to hear another remix yeah, of it. Yeah, I don't sorry. think she's going to be too bothered. She's got about six records on the uh, Queerly playlist anyway. Okay, so well, I'm here it sure comes. half her album's still in the UK chart, isn't yeah, it? She's fine. She's she fine. doesn't need our help. Um, okay, crunch time. Uh, I need you to choose now between Cher Lloyd, One Drink Away, and Becky Hill, Space. Which of those are you going to spin, give a play on the show, and a space on the Queerly playlist? It's really hard. I know I say this every week. Yeah. It is really hard. Do you know what? It's also really difficult judging a song on like those snippets that you're picking because I'm like I'm kind of intrigued to hear more of both. Are you c- complaining about my editing? <laughs> no, I wouldn't dream of it. I want to hear Becky Hill. Spin okay, it. right, good. All right, our winner on Spin It or Bin It today, Becky Hill. This is Space. Queerly's Bottomless Brunch with Rob and the GDC. G, are you pleased with your choice? I am. I really enjoyed that. Well, good for her. And yeah, well a place done, on the Queerly playlist. Yeah, I love Becky Hill. I'm, I'm a huge fan. That was nice and mellow for this rainy Sunday morning. Yeah, reflective of the mood outside. I need space. <laughs> Not from you, just uh, saying. Rude. Uh, okay, um, I want to talk about something that happened on Twitter this week, mm-hmm. at Queerly Radio, if you want to follow us or send us a message. Um, we put out a tweet, which was about an article on LGBTQ Nation. Uh, it said, having migraines, it might be because you're gay or bisexual. Um, okay, so the headline does not encapsulate all of the story. We admit that but it did get your attention. Uh, this tweet kind of went viral. Um, it was a mixture of people saying, oh, well, it all makes sense now. Um, <laughs> and also like the science community who were quite cross with us. Um, and I just think, well, we're not new scientists. It's clearly radio. Um, the study admittedly wasn't very comprehensive. Um, they only looked at lesbian, gay and bisexual people. So none of the rest of the LGBTQ plus acronym included there. Right. Um, Basically, the outcome was they found that 58% of LGB people were more likely to experience a migraine compared to heterosexual individuals. Um, They only looked at 10,000 people, blah, blah, blah. So anyway, just to discuss that, the point being, as the luck would have it, or I don't know what it is, just to prove a point, I got a migraine yesterday. (laughs) Are you telling me you're gay? Yeah, apparently. (laughs) It's confirmed now. Um, medically confirmed medically medical proof there uh yeah so i mean they go they do go on to say that it's kind of related to stress which makes sense doesn't it uh stress over coming to terms with your sexuality and coming out and all that sort of thing that straight people don't have to deal with so um there you go that's quite interesting this study was published in the journal of the american medical association neurology yeah, not just on Queerly's Twitter. <laughs> no, this didn't come... F- well, I was busy in the lab all week <laughs> um, doing tests. But you're right. Like, And I, I was trying to digest the, um, the figures here. So it says one in six adults overall experience migraine headaches in their love- lifetime. But one in three lesbian, gay and bi people will get migraines in their lifetime. So it's quite a significant difference. I guess these studies, you know, where a lot of the comments from the science community were saying it's not a big enough sample group, blah, blah, blah. This will be the seed that then goes on to become a fuller study 
hopefully a more inclusive study mm. uh, looking at this issue. I did like some of the tweets we had. Some were quite fun. Uh, someone, this Halloween pun on Twitter said, sorry, can't work today. I have a bisexual migraine. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of, well, it all makes sense now. Um, yeah, uh, guess not having them as a superpower, someone said. Mm. Uh, <laughs> I love I love the reaction from people. I love the mix of outrage, which is, what? This is preposterous. <laughs> uh, someone said, I thought it was because I drank three coffees at 7am and then forgot about hydration until bedtime. <laughs> People anyway, are funny. There you go. It's all fun. It's all going on on the Queerly Twitter at Queerly Radio if you'd like to join us. Queerly's Bottomless Brunch with Rob and the GDC. Oh, hearing that really makes me want to go on holiday. Me too. Mm. I don't think Rio's on the cards anytime soon, no, I is think it? Rio's out, isn't it? I've got an alternative for you. Oh, have you? Yes. Sunny Isle of Wight. Picture <laughs> this. You can... Rent the Spice Bus from the movie Spice World. No way. And stay on it, yep. Uh, sadly, there's maximum three people. Well, how's... No. Two questions. Okay. How has it ended up on the Isle of Wight? And how come it can only hold three people when there were clearly five Spice Girls? Yeah, that's a very good question. I don't know. Basically, host Suzanne has said on Airbnb that it is the original Spice Bus has had an interior makeover, probably because it got trashed during the making of the yeah. film. Yeah. Um, so she's got some designers in. They've kitted it out. She's a huge Spice Girls fan. Um, I guess she just bought it. She probably bought it on eBay. It's mad, isn't it? Yeah. The things you can stay in on Airbnb. Oh, yeah. uh, Would you stay on it? Uh, probably not. Go and have a look at it over a fence and stay in a hotel. <laughs> <laughs> I would too, probably. It looks quite nice. I've had a look. There's a couple of disco balls in one corner. Highly practical. Put a bedroom there, Suzanne. Yeah, she's gone all out. A couple of disco balls. And they're not like those little Big tiny whoop. ones. Yeah, they're proper whoppers. Oh, they are whoppers. Okay. Get a pull-out bed. Put some more people in. You can't fit... Even if the Spice Girls wanted to go and stay there, they yeah. couldn't. It's I mean, to be fair, she could probably afford... Meet and greets with Jerry Halliwell or something in the corner of the bus. <laughs> yeah, Extra promo, please. Um, well, also, Vicky B wouldn't be involved because she's, she's declined no. declined being involved anymore in any reunion. I wonder when she last went on a bus. <laughs> <laughs> Never. I wonder if she rides the Metro in America. Yeah. No. No. No, definitely not. Well, there you go. Holiday plans sorted. Yeah, good. Spice bus on the Isle of Wight. I'm off. Yeah. I won't be here next week. I'll be on the Spice <laughs> Bus on the Isle of Wight. Oh, has she got Wi-Fi? Because that's a deal breaker, isn't it? There is no Wi-Fi on the bus. Well, keeping it period, 1997 or whatever. Indeed. No Wi-Fi. Queerly's Bottomless Brunch with Rob and the GDC. Gee, what are you up to there? <laughs> Sorry, I'm getting caught up in my headphones. <laughs> <laughs> Hysterical. Sorry. I was um, going to have to rescue you. <laughs> it was... Yeah, I was panicking. Um, hi. Hello. <laughs> on this lovely autumnal morning. Oh, do you know what? I love autumn. It's my favourite season. Really? Yeah, I really do. Mm. I love the change of the colours of the leaves. I love when it gets a, a little bit rainy and you can go for walks wrapped up in a nice woolly knit. Um, and it's the slow countdown to the C word, which I know is a bit early to mention. Oh, I knew you were trying to get some sort of Christmas reference in. I have to. Go on then. Mainly because... This this link is possibly the campus thing I'll ever talk about. Um, Dolly Parton. <laughs> okay, there you go, done. <laughs> uh, 
has written a Christmas musical. Oh my goodness. I know, double whammy. Christmas is gay enough. I know, Camp Squared, right there. Um, she's, written, she's written this musical, it's going to be out on Netflix on the 22nd of November, called Christmas on the Square. I love this so much. She's written 14 original songs for this. Whoa. Yeah, 14. Um, it's got the Good Fights, Christine Baranski Oh in my it. goodness. I know. That um, gay explosion I now. mean, I... Okay. I love Christine Baranski. I do too, and I love the sound of this movie. So basically, she's a, she's a Grinch-like woman who is preparing to screw over the local community <laughs> by selling her father's land to a property developer. But she undergoes a, a miraculous change, as they do in these miracle Christmas movies, yeah. um, because she has an encounter with an angel played by Dolly Parton. Oh, <laughs> okay, okay. I thought... That character doesn't sound like Dolly Parton, but that's clearly Christine Baranski's yes. character. Fantastic. I love this as well. Dolly is also releasing a Christmas album to coincide with a movie called A Holly Dolly Christmas. <laughs> um, and the title track is already out. It was released in September. Oh, I can't. I know. I can't. This is too soon. Is it too much? Well, kind of. I mean... You can pretty much get anything past me if it features Dolly Parton and Christine Baranski. Queerly's Bottomless Brunch with Rob and the GDC. Purity Ring with Better Off Alone. Why I didn't that, say that anything. Laugh? I didn't say anything. <laughs> um, a cover of the Alice DJ hit from 1999. Which you just told me yeah. was one of your, well, it's it, one of your One of my favourite songs of all time. What do you think of that? It's an interesting take on it isn't it because there's something oddly mellow and trance like yet at the same time makes you want to get up and dance and go clubbing confuses my brain a little bit that song i like it it's kind of eerie but fun familiar something a bit different there for you which is also challenging for you given it's your favorite song like yeah yeah but you enjoy you enjoyed it i'm not offended by that at all quite like that i quite like it too autumnal sounds well thanks very much purity ring for that yes well done purity ring (laughs) and that brings us to the end like a complete purity ring. Oh. It brings us full circle to the end of the show today. Thank you for listening to us. Yeah, thanks for tuning in. On. We've had a right laugh today. We have had a laugh and it always flies by. It does. Um, Informative. We've given you loads of things to watch this afternoon. Yeah, yeah. Your telly schedule is rammed. Packed to the rafters. Right. We will be back next Sunday, live at 10 o'clock on Queerly Radio with more bottomless brunch. Mm. But for now, we say goodbye. And we'll see you next week. See you next week. Queerly's Bottomless Brunch with Rob and the GDC.